The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling. I apologize. I am a little nasally today due to all the seasonal allergies up in Michigan, but I am happy to be back and back in the studio. And I I am actually back in Michigan indefinitely. So for right now, I'm loving it and I'm happy to be back. So if you're around and you want to get together and eat some healthy food, definitely hit me up. (laughs) So I'm very excited. We just wrapped up the five steps to reduce bloat podcast series. I finished it last week. It is jam packed with all the information and steps and tools and foundations you need to reduce bloat. So don't say, don't say I never did anything for you guys. I swear, if you go back and you listen to those in succession and follow through them, it will be so beneficial to your digestive health. You'll learn so much about how you eat, not just what you eat, and how you need to integrate these different tools in so that you can stop feeling bloated every day. Like who wants to feel bloated? Nobody. So it's so great. Check it out for sure. And, you know, now that I wrapped up that series, I had I had a lot of fun making a series. So I thought, what if I just kind of went into a new series and started talking about different symptoms that we experience from digestive issues and, you know, the things that IBS and Crohn's and colitis give off. So I'm doing a new series called the symptom series. And the symptom series will highlight one symptom from digestive issues or, you know, just from having chronic inflammation in the body over time. And we'll go through each symptom, give you a little intro on on what causes it, what you need to do to get better for it, the supplements I recommend, the nutrition I recommend, and we'll just be dissecting it like completely, right? So today's convenient symptom series is constipation. I went with constipation first because coming from bloating, majority of the people I know when they're dealing with bloating are also dealing with constipation or having trouble going to the bathroom. And so I felt like the natural flow, if you will, into the next series to start talking about this. So before I dig into the symptom series and talk about constipation, I just wanted to give you guys an update. You know, my last podcast, if you haven't listened to it, was called the Gut Healing Update, my Gut Healing Journey Update. And I talked a lot about my journey to where I am now. And today I am four weeks out from an explant surgery where I'll have my implants removed as another layer of shedding autoimmune and some of the other struggles I've had through my life, anxiety, gut issues, and feeling like I'm on the right track with it. Along the way, I want to share so much with you about breast implant illness and what comes with it. So I'll be kind of, you know, weaving it in throughout uh, my podcast If you are somebody listening that 
thinks you have this going on or already had the surgery or you're thinking about the surgery, I would love to get in touch with you. So you can message me on Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. I'm sharing a lot on Instagram about this journey. You can check out my IGTV, my surgery journey and connect with me there. Or you can send me an email, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com because I would love to connect more with you on your journey too. This is a huge deal. I would call it, um, it, you know, definitely an epidemic. A lot of surgeons are switching over to removal instead of implanting because of the autoimmune and inflammatory uh, disease that has rose from the surge in surgery. So we're learning and growing as we can. And now we are taking out and cleansing. And so if you're on the right same path, definitely connect with me. And then, and again, before I jump in this, the third thing I wanted to get to was uh, somewhat of a disclaimer of sorts, okay? So many clients that I have start to embark on a new diet when they're working with me. And I say the word diet very loosely because I hate the word diet. And it just reminds me of being constantly stuck on a vicious cycle, this cycle of I'm on a diet, I'm off a diet, guilt, shame, body image issues. And that is not what we project here at JRW. We talk a lot about breaking diet culture and stepping into your healing journey. So for any of you who are embarking on this gut healing journey, you know that there are 20 different protocols, low FODMAP diet, specific carbohydrate, you know, AIP, paleo, vegan, and every person wants you to do a different thing. Problem with that is not everybody is the same and everyone heals in different ways. And so we can ebb and flow into the diet we need, meaning I've been vegan for a while. I've been paleo for a while. I've been Mediterranean for a while, low FODMAP for a while. And all of those worked for me for the time, but I have to know my body and know what I need to shift into to heal it. So it's really more about getting in tune with your body. The other part of it that's important is to understand that your symptoms may get worse before they get better. So here you are starting this new diet. You think, okay, I, uh, I have control. I'm empowered. I'm feeling good. I'm moving in the right direction. And then all of a sudden you're feeling worse, maybe more bloated, more constipated. And a lot of this can just come from the shift in diet, maybe increasing more fiber, which I'm going to discuss a little bit later. Maybe it's from uh, the stress of changing over, not knowing what to eat, trying to figure out what your body wants, how many macronutrients or calories it needs. So there is a little bit of an adjustment period, but, but it is a good sign. It is a sign or indication that your body is releasing toxins and adjusting. So you want to give it time to work through and you want to sort of take it step by step and be prepared. Now, when I was embarking in a lot of the stuff, I had my own coach, my own doctor. Those things are very important. You need those in this journey because it can be easy to just say, this isn't working and quit when you could be on the right path and, and stop too soon. So of course, if you need support, uh, this is what I do for my clients every day. You can book a discovery call through the link below. You can uh, check the discovery call on my Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. It's available on my website. If you're watching this video, it's literally posted right below. So you can just copy uh, and paste that baby right into your Google 
search and you will be connected with me. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you guys on that if that's something you need. And I, I just wanted to share that because I know a lot of people have been frustrated with starting diets lately or trying to figure out what's going on in their body. The most important thing is to trust the process, to trust yourself and to have the best guidance. So, so yeah, so here we go, starting our new series symptom series with constipation and we're moving in to understand what causes it, what we can do to fix it and how we move forward from it. Cause it's super embarrassing. I, you know, who <laughs> raise your hand if you cannot start your day without going number two, like it's just a part of your day. You have to do that to feel complete or, you know, ready for the day. And so there are lots of Americans, millions in fact, that do not go to number two every day. And a, lot, a huge part of that is because of this one reason. Now, 97% of Americans, that's 97%, so it means only 3% in this statistic. 97% of Americans are deficient in this one nutrient, this one small nutrient, it's responsible for the majority of these millions of people having constipation. Can you guess what it is? It is fiber. So the average American, that's 3% of Americans are getting the adequate amount of fiber, okay? Only 3%, that's not very many. And the adequate amount of fiber is between 35 and 40 grams of fiber a day. Now, 97% of Americans, so basically everybody, they are only getting about 10 to 15 grams of fiber a day. That's insane. So basically they need three times more. And the reason this is happening is because over the past, let's say 20 years, there's been a huge shift, even longer, really 30 years, there's been a huge shift in our food industry. So our soil is different, our convenience level is different, our modern lifestyle is different. So stress and poor nutrition and environmental toxins play a part into inflammation in the body. And this starts to create a trickle effect of why someone may experience this symptom and many other symptoms. But today, for the sake of talking about constipation, you know, we need to discuss these issues. Now, Basically, you can start to shift your diet, you can start to look at stress management, but there are certain things that will target this symptom that will help a lot, and so we're gonna work through those today. Now, the first thing that you're going to wanna do if you're experiencing constipation is to introduce more fiber, right? Join the other 3%, and let's raise the statistic of how many people are getting the adequate amount of fiber. But before you do, hold up. Don't just go take in a bunch of, you know, Metamucil and chugging, you know, green smoothies. You have to be careful about introducing fiber. And the reason why is because when you introduce it too quickly, it can cause more issues. The bowels, the digestive organs, like the liver and the gallbladder and the pancreas, they're not used to getting this amount of fiber. So they can create more bloat and more constipation and more pain, stomach pain, when they're trying to transition. So the best thing is to start to introduce it slowly. And here's a couple ways you can introduce it slowly. 
whatever your regular diet is every day, whatever you're basically eating throughout the week, what you want to do is start to introduce, and obviously fruits and vegetables have the most fiber. So you want to introduce one or two new ones a day. So let's say one new piece of fruit a day, or one new green vegetable, or even things like flax and hemp and chia, they have really good soluble fiber. And so you can start to add, you know, maybe five grams, 10 grams a day without overloading yourself. You may still experience a little discomfort because the body's just adjusting, but that's okay. The best thing to do there is to make sure you're getting an adequate amount of water. So drinking at least half your body weight in ounces a day to make sure that fiber is flushing through. Now, once you start to add this fiber in and you're moving in the right direction, this is the most natural way to get your body to exude toxins and release toxins. And so that you should be going number two once or twice a day. Twice is optimal. If you're three times, you're a star. I'm proud of you. But we want to get to be moving in that right direction. So the second part of introducing fiber is to introduce a variance of phytonutrients daily. So phytonutrients are these nutrients that we get from these plants. Um, they're, the color of them will indicate what they're helping and healing. And if you're eating the same thing every day, you're not varying your gut microbiome with different phytonutrients. So you want to eat the rainbow, if you will, and try different things. If you're stuck on green peppers and zucchini, can you, you know, add in red peppers and yellow squash? Or if you're stuck on spinach, can you mix it up with bok choy and kale? It's about getting the variance of different phytonutrients from the different colors of all these fruits and vegetables that will help populate your gut microbiome, thus helping it move in the right direction and curing constipation, right? And then the third element of it is to eat most of your fiber or fruits and vegetables cooked. The reason for that, and if you are an avid listener of a gut feeling Jack Renee wellness podcast, you know this is because this is how we boost your Agni. Our digestive fire is our Agni. You can go back to listen to step two in Five Steps to Reduce Bloat, which is all about boosting Agni. And in this podcast, we talk about how raw foods can actually dampen your fire, your digestive fire that we need to digest. Now we have a problem. If we're dampening it, it's like your pilot light in your heating system. If you put water on it, the fire goes out. So we want to heat it up. So cooking your vegetables, steaming them, baking them, roasting them, breaks down the phytic acid, makes it easier to digest and thus helping with constipation and bloating. Now, even with fruits, I try not to eat them very cold. You can stew apples or pears. You can, you know, create like a mash with it. Um, some that are potentially easier are ones without seeds or skin. So those can be a little easier to digest if you're not going to do them cooked. So three points there, adding in fiber slowly, introducing a variance of phytonutrients to populate your gut microbiome and have good, all the good bacteria flowing heavily. And the third thing is to make sure that you're eating more cooked fruits and veggies versus raw so it's not causing more constipation and bloating. The second part of understanding why we have symptoms like constipation, diarrhea, gas, bloating, those kind of things is because of vitamin deficiencies. 
Now, I o- I've only really talked a little bit about vitamin deficiencies before. I haven't talked a ton about it. And so today I want to break into two specific vitamin deficiencies that are extremely um, really re- heavily related to constipation. But not only that, it can be linked with many other things that come with gut issues. So the first thing that you're going to want to know if you're deficient in, which if you are experiencing constipation, you most likely are, is prebiotic fiber. So we talked about, obviously, adding fiber in slowly, naturally from fruits and vegetables, which is the best way to start. However, many people have been dealing with constipation for so long that it's really hard for them to get moving in the right direction. So that's when we add a prebiotic fiber. Usually this is made from like rice bran, soluble fiber. And what this does is it feeds the good bacteria. It feeds the probiotics so that they can grow and be healthy. So just taking probiotics is not essentially beneficial enough. We need to feed them if you're experiencing these issues. So we want to take a prebiotic fiber. Um, my two favorite are Arabinex and um, and. Uh, Fiber Mend from Thorn. The link is right here in this video. It's also below. If you're listening and not watching, you can find this uh, in my supplement dispensary. Supplement dispensary is on my website and on my Instagram. And again, don't forget, guys, because if you create an account with your name and your email address, you get 10% off your whole order, which is awesome all the time, as long as you have an account. So even if you do reoccurring, you get that 10% all the time. So soluble fiber, prebiotic fiber is easily digested and it's feeding that good bacteria. So will definitely help with constipation. The second vitamin that many nutrients, excuse me, that many people are deficient in is magnesium. Now, magnesium causes so many issues if you're deficient in it. Constipation is a major sign because of not being able to relax your internal system, your nervous system, your intestinal system without the magnesium. However, there are so many other issues that are linked with magnesium deficiency. Depression, weak muscles, fatigue, body cramps, restlessness, poor sleep is another indication. And the list really goes on and on, but it's like, how are we, how have we become so magnesium deficient? The answer is because of three reasons. Number one, our pollution. The pollution has changed our soil and our environment. We're not getting minerals, magnesium minerals like we used to. And so things have changed. So we kind of have to adapt and take to get enough magnesium in our body. The second reason is because of the modern diet. Our modern diet is, you know, fast, convenient. It's not from as much from the earth as it is mass produced and mass farming. So our soil has changed. Again, we're lacking those minerals. Environment and food are two ways that we used to get tons of magnesium. Well, now we are lacking that. So we need to supplement to be able to combat a lot of these issues. And then the third reason is chronic stress. Chronic stress is also, I'm going to link that with high coffee intake. So high coffee intake is a diuretic and that reduces your magnesium levels. Most people who are chronically stressed are intaking a lot of coffee. So it's, it's really good to look at that. And this has to do with lifestyle. So look at your lifestyle, see how you're chronically stressed if you're overdoing it on the coffee and start to even that out. 
you can easily manage trying to shift this by stress coping mechanisms, changing your diet to more farm to table or going to your farmer's market and buying from there, buying organic. But if it's not enough, that's when we go to supplement magnesium. So again, if you're looking for a good magnesium, here goes the link right here. And if you are not watching but listening, go ahead to my supplement dispensary on my website or in my um, uh, link in my bio on Jacqueline Renee Wellness Instagram, and you can shop the dispensary there. Okay. So vitamin deficiency is important looking at that. Adding fiber, it's important to look at that. Now we go on to the third element, which always leaves me with no friends, but it's all about toxic triggers. Toxic triggers, caffeine, sugar, alcohol, those three exude major inflammation on your digestive system, your organs, and it can shut down a lot of the regular process your body needs to go through. If you have inflammation in the body, you will have an inflamed colon. Now, if your colon is inflamed, then it starts to get smaller on the inside where food is allowed to pass through, making it harder for it to pass through, thus constipation. So I have helped so many women and men reduce their caffeine, sugar, and alcohol intake, and boom, they feel so much better. So really looking at these three first, it's about what you t uh, put in, but it's also about what you take out. And obviously there's some honorable mentions here. Dairy is another one that's highly connected with constipation. If you're lactose intolerant, it can go either way. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the way it's farmed and our modern lifestyle as well. And sometimes gluten, we'll use that as an, an honorable mention as well. Um, testing can help figure this out. So I provide a food sensitivity test for many of my clients. If it's something you're interested in doing, email me, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com or book a discovery call. The link is below, or you can get that link in my bio. We connect for about 20, 30 minutes face-to-face -face on video, which is awesome because I love connecting with people face-to-face. -face. And we'll talk through this stuff. Do you need a food sensitivity test? Maybe you need a stool sample test. We have to take a look at what's going on for you and your symptoms because not everything is for everybody. And that way we can see if this is right for you. Now, if you're looking for some faster less expensive, quicker solutions, you can join my Digestion Masterclass. The Digestion Masterclass is always available. It's evergreen program. It's always only $129, super inexpensive. It's a four-week online program where you go through it self-guided. You have the tools that you need forever. So that's really great. You can, um, and you get recipes, meal plans, PDFs that are super helpful and a little bit of my help along the way, which is super simple for anyone experiencing, you know, baseline gut issues where it's not con completely controlling your life, but it's definitely there. It's making you uncomfortable in your skin. And you can sign up for that digestion masterclass anytime you want. And even if you sign up for it and don't start it right away, you can start it anytime you want and have all those tools for the rest of your life forever. So that's kind of great to have that too. Um, just looking back at everything we discussed today about constipation, honestly, like I, I've struggled with this before. I know many people listening have struggled with it before. It's embarrassing. It's hard to talk about. And of course, 
well, of course, I don't have any issue talking about it, but it is it is hard to figure out what's going on with you. It can be very frustrating. And I've had many clients that go days, sometimes weeks without going to the bathroom. And imagine just how uncomfortable that feels in your body. So it's about taking step by step. So today I went over a lot of stuff. I jammed it in here. I felt like I was talking very fast today about all the things you can do to help control constipation. However, not everything works for everybody again. So take it step by step. So if we're looking through this, we have the three points that we discussed, right? We have removing toxic triggers. We have, which is 15 points in itself. We have adding fiber in slowly. And we have looking at vitamin deficiency. So if you want to look at that from the easiest way to see what starts working for you, I would start with the supplements. Again, don't forget that you can go to my supplement dispensary and get 10% on your order anytime. We have the prebiotic fiber and the magnesium that will help you through this kind of transition. And then from there, you can start to slowly cut back on some toxic triggers and slowly introduce more fiber. It is not all or nothing, guys. It is not. You can move in a slow transition to this. I certainly did not learn all of this overnight. It's I'm still on a 20-year healing journey and still working on things all the time. So just step into it slowly and know that you are doing your best at every moment Sometimes we take two steps back. Sometimes we propel forward, but it's about just constantly being aware and in tune with your body and knowing you're moving in the right direction, trusting your body, not hating your body so that it can heal. That is absolutely 100% the most important thing. So thanks guys for listening. I'm super excited about this symptom series. Hopefully this was helpful for anyone who's experiencing constipation and you know has hasn't been able to pinpoint it. A lot of info here inside of this. If you're ever having trouble trying to figure out what steps works for you, just book that discovery call. It's super free and it's super fun because we get to chat for like a while and connect. So I'd love to connect with you guys. And um, next symptom series, what are we talking about? We are going to talk about diarrhea. So hope you can join us. Hope you're not experiencing it. But if you are, you're going to get a lot out of it. Happy healing, guys. Have a great day.